0: Hi, Johnny.
1: Hi, mate. How are you doing?
0: All good. All good. Have you seen the latest episode of Division?
1: Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, can so you believe good. it? So I can't good. I, I love the um, the canon that carried on from the other one.
0: Oh, totally. Totally. Just um, continuation.
1: Oh. <laughs> so good. And obviously, having those characters back. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Yep.
0: A little bit of magic
1: i love that bit that that probably made me laugh a hmm. little bit yeah
0: i um. cannot believe i missed it How did you missed miss it. that? i have it no idea so, i have no idea so
1: subtle i loved it it was great
0: <laughs> looking back i've watched it again and it is just so glaringly obvious i must have like picked up a drink or something when it happened it was so quick it, a...
1: it was so quick yeah. so clever i love that little reference that little nod back keeps it within the whole yeah yeah, yeah so good so good so good
0: and I'll wait till the next episode, no? I know,
1: I know.
0: i got to I gotta say, I am glad it's now picking up the pace. It feels like Marvel again, you know?
1: Yeah, it was... It, yeah, it very much feels like a phase one slow burner. And then that, yeah. wham! Jesus! <laughs> well, welcome back. Week two of the new year. You know, we're all on February... Uh, February, February, you know, well, I'm going to call it, <laughs> it fatuary because God uh, uh, no, has not been kind to me. But anyway, oh, uh,
0: can relate, can relate.
1: So this is obviously week two of season two. I think we're, we're going with this now with the, with the way the stream is going. So your turn this week. Prepared much. Uh, let's have a listen to what your watch list is for 2021.
0: Okay, so I've got some films in here which I have had from last year, but okay. as you can imagine, they've either been delayed or life has gotten in the way, you know, being that we've been in lockdown, unfortunately well, I say unfortunately, I've been lucky enough to have both my jobs continuing throughout the lockdowns, yeah. so... In terms of free time, I use the air quotes, um, I've not had much of it. So I've still got some films from last year that I need to watch. So Fair. you may hear some from the, our very first podcast. So um, I'll kick off with the 2019 Oscar winner, Parasite. Whoa. That is still on my list. Um, the Bong Joon-ho uh, director. So I cannot wait to watch it because everything I've heard is wholly positive but I know that there's a massive twist in there which just throws everything on its head but I don't know what that twist is and we're nearly like two years down the line here and I've managed to avoid spoilers nice and you are going red and red and red here so uh, have you seen it no I want to I really want to it's right. just warm in
1: we've got the heat on
0: oh, okay fair enough fair enough I thought you were like biting your tongue or something no no something no, no, no. I, I, it's
1: one of those ones on us I think we've, it's just cut up on Prime Video yeah. on our sort of thing. Oh, we'll put that on there at some point. Yeah, no, I, I really am
0: looking forward to watching that one. But uh, yeah, I can't believe it was uh, 2019 that that was released. It was the 2020 um, Best Picture uh, yeah. Oscar, which I believe was the first uh, foreign language film to win the Best Picture. Yes, it was. Yes, it yeah. was. What an achievement. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? South South Korea. Yeah, South, South Korean. Korean film. But uh, I, I cannot wait to watch it. So that's the first one on my list. Um, Some of these we've already touched on last week, so I'm going to skip some of them, like Ghostbusters, for example. Uh, But the the next one I'm really looking forward to watching again, one that came out uh, sort earlier or towards the end of last year, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Now, (laughs) I loved Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and I enjoyed Bogus Journey. wasn't as strong as the first, I'll admit. Uh, but, I mean, we're talking about, what, 1989 and 1991. Yeah. You know, Keanu Reeves just sort of breaking through. Alex Winter as well. And uh, they've revived it in 2020. Do you know what I mean? That's insane. Nearly 30 years later. I love it. So I just, I want to see, obviously, how these characters have progressed. Yeah. Or regressed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just want to know how they pick up from from that so long after.
1: You know it's no, one of the ones that I, again, I think we covered this on, on my list as well. I think it's only just turned up on Prime for uh paid uh streaming oh, yeah. or and or to rent to buy. Yeah, but I think it's on there now in the moment. So we're, I think we're toying with either going with that option or we're trying to get hold of a Blu ray for ourselves mm. to watch it because mm-hmm. at least then we get all the bonus features again. Yeah. This is a bit of a nudge to the streaming service that isn't you know Disney, yeah. put the bonus yeah. features yeah. on your streaming service. <laughs> But I digress.
0: Continue, Ross. Oh, sorry. No, so Bill's Head, I, I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, Alex Winter, he's he's a bloody good actor to be fair. You know, yeah. And I, I think of Alex Winter in uh one of the eighties classics, The Lost Boys, alongside uh um oh what's his name? Keeper Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I that's one of my favorite films of the eighties that. It's nice. it in the in the same sort of feel as uh, the Goonies, Back to the Future. It's one of those films that I could just go back and watch, watch again, time and time again. Yeah. So yeah, no. looking forward to that one. <laughs> uh, so the next one on my list that uh, I think we didn't discuss last week, uh, we've got The Kingsman, which is the prequel to the The Kingsman series. Yes, uh, so looking forward to seeing how that ties in with uh, with the whole world that's already been created. Um, Motherless Brooklyn. So, have you heard much about Motherless Brooklyn? No. Now it's based on a book. Um, let me just find the year. It... So this was again another twenty nineteen film, and this was directed by Edward Norton.
1: I like um, Edward Norton.
0: Also starring Edward Norton. And uh, from what I've seen in like trailers and write-ups, uh, I believe he plays like a private investigator that suffers with Tourette's, based in nineteen fifties New York.
1: Right.
0: So, uh, that's that's pretty much all I know on it so far. But I was uh, saying, I'm Just have another
1: cast that you got: Alec Baldwin, Willem Dafoe, Bruce Willis. Yeah.
0: Hell of a cast. Hell of geez. a cast. But I, I remember listening to another podcast, a, a BBC sort of film review podcast. And uh, they had Edward Norton interviewed on there. And it just made me want to watch that film there and then. So I, uh, I, I've i let myself down, having waited so long to watch it. But uh, I've already downloaded it, ready to watch on Sky Movies. So nice. that's going to be my go-to film this week, I think. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, in terms of sequels, we've got Top Gun Maverick. I'm kind of interested as to again how they're going to pick that up after so long.
1: So I just want to interrupt slightly. Only like, a, so obviously when Top Gun came out, there was a parody homage to a point with it, Hot Shots. Hot Shots, yeah. And then obviously <laughs> with the, the the Hot Shots part two was the Rambo parody. Yeah. I, I want to know if they're going to make Hot Shots, you know, three. Which is obviously <laughs> *Patois*, which is going to be the, you know, the parody then to to the new Top Gun film.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it should be done, shouldn't it?
1: Do you know what I mean? You, you've gone to the effort of doing the original one. You've done the Rambo, you know, franchise as well. Yeah. I think it'd be a shame not to do to continue that level of comedy and humour.
0: Yeah, with it. yeah. Uh, so I'll ask you a question then, because. I mean, who was it? It was Charlie Sheen that starred in that, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, I can't imagine them picking him up for the third one. <laughs> so, who would you cast in the the third film?
1: Oh.
0: What Can we come back actor? to this?
1: Can we come back yeah? to this? Yeah, have a think. think. I'm gonna have a think. When you go through your list, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna sit down, and brainstorm, and have a think who I would replace yeah. with Charlie okay. Sheen because that's a heck of a role.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, I have just really landed you on the spot. Yeah, so you have. I'll, I'll give you a minute to think over that, then. Um, so, another sequel, uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Really now, you want to see that? Yes, like, so um, much.
1: Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Samuel Jackson, Jackson. They were an amazing double act in that film. They were. Like, yeah. I'm still waiting for that double act to now transfer over to the Marvelverse with. Mm-hmm. You know. Deadpool and uh, Fury. Yeah, because that would be a heck of a, absolutely amazingly funny interaction between the two of them. Oh,
0: totally. Totally. I know with um, uh, Deadpool, it's been confirmed now that he's going to be introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And uh, I've, this is only rumour at the moment. I've not seen any confirmation. But by all accounts, they're going to keep it as an R-rated film series which yeah i obviously. think is the right thing to do Yeah, you know, look how successful the first two have beaten you know. yeah
1: but didn't he do like once upon a Deadpool, which is like the clean
0: yeah a pg version,
1: version. yeah <laughs> i really i haven't seen that and i just want to see what was done in yeah. that version to make it cleaner
0: mm. i think it's going to be that there was what was the film i saw where they basically changed all the oh shawn of the dead i think it was where they changed all the the swearing in a scene, so instead of saying "fuck," they said yeah. "funk."
1: Yeah, seen that. <laughs> seen that one. <laughs> Brilliant. No, okay, they think they did something very similar on um, Hot Fuzz as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that again. That's why I, I love Son of the Dead, and it is by far the, the best of that trilogy. But anyway, Uh <laughs> I had to so, get it in there, didn't right, I I had to get it in. Um, so. Kind of a sequel, but kind of a, a standalone film, new film. The Eternals, so it's joining the Marvel Universe. Yes, because
1: that's, so that's been in production for a little while, though, hasn't it? Because was t- wasn't there a TV series for The Eternals, uh, or am I thinking of something else?
0: No, that was something else. Um, no, The Eternals is a totally
1: okay.
0: standalone thing. Um, I don't think what you were thinking of, but... I know what you what you're referring to, yeah. But this one, the cast. Now, uh, firstly, for for our younger audience, we've got Harry Styles. Oh God! But to be fair, right? I see your shoulders slump. But Harry Styles, I thought actually was okay in Dunkirk. Have you seen Dunkirk? Yes. And have I know, seen Dunkirk? He, he was not out of place in that at all. Yeah, I think he did all right. So I'm I'm reserving judgment on that. I think I'm I'm guilty like you of just assuming. Oh, he's a he's a pop star. Why is he going into acting?
1: I think the reason I've done that is because there's a dilution in. I'll school go with Hollywood for the same argument now. Currently, of James Corden, hmm. I'm sick of seeing him in everything. Hmm. During there's the film The Prom. Then there's obviously his TV series that he's got in America making himself bigger than what yeah, he is. Yeah, the late. You no, know, and there's Carpool <laughs> Karaoke. You've got him... Hang on, Carpool Karaoke.
0: I know he started that off in his show, but that's a standalone show now, but he's not involved in that, is he? No. Like, okay, thought not.
1: But even then, I think it was... it was start, No, it started off with something else. No, it wasn't. I'm thinking of um, Lipstick Battles.
0: Ah, right, Okay.
1: So um,
0: just going back to the cast then yeah. of the Eternals. Um, so we're going to get uh, the the brothers reunited. So Kit Harington and Richard Madden. So the Stark brothers. Nice. That's, yeah, so that should be interesting. Um, Angelina Jolie, of course, is coming into it. Um, for any fans of Silicon Valley, we've got uh, Kumal Nanjiani in there. So I can't wait to see him. He's so funny. Uh, But, yeah, then we got... Oh, Sama Haek. Didn't realise she was in it as well. So, uh, yeah, hell of a cast. And I'm really interested as to how they're going to introduce this into the Marvel Universe, much like, you know, how Doctor Strange was introduced, and that went from being all, like, science-based to almost magical, spiritual-based stuff, um, and how they're going to intertwine it all again, because this is going to be sort of... On a bigger scale, like immortals, basically. I'd say it's so. in
1: post-production now, but I think yeah. it's it's a prequel to a lot. Well, Earth. is it? A, a saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who oh. lived on Earth and shaped Makes history sense. and civilization. So, if anything, it's a prequel to the entire MCU. Yeah,
0: that does make sense. It's, and if it is a prequel, with them being immortals, much like it did with. Um, Oh, was it Captain Marvel? Yep. A prequel to introduce these characters in the present day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then that begs the question, where were they for the events of Endgame? <laughs> I think
1: it'll
0: so, I hope with
1: a bit like a fill in the gaps
0: there. Yeah, hopefully. Let's uh, let's see what comes of that. <laughs> um so moving on with my list. Uh as, as you can probably tell, listeners, I've I've created quite the list. So I'm hoping to get some free time this year. So, another sequel, uh, The Matrix 4. So, there's no sort of set title on that at the moment. Uh, Something like Born. So, it might be, I don't know, The Matrix Reborn or something like that. But uh, I'm interested to see again how they're going to pick up after the events of the trilogy and how that ended. Um, Now, another one that I've got here, uh, where are we? Greenland. Have you heard of this one?
1: Yes, I've heard of it. I'm trying to work out why I remember. Is it is this to do with the um, post World War post apocalyptic thing or am I thinking along?
0: It's it's kind of it, it's apocalyptic. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a disaster movie by the sounds of it. Nice. So you know, so you think back to some of the classics. You know, the, the day after tomorrow. Um, you know, you've also got 2012. You know, that That's was an awful cool. film. Big films yeah but it was so bad it was good i actually enjoyed it it was so bad <laughs> um it's one of my my guilty pleasures i'm not gonna lie <laughs> bloody long film though i didn't realize how long it was
1: yeah, when i went I'm, in to I'm watch it thing, i'm a um, massive fan of john cusack but jesus even he couldn't have yeah. said that production it was just a bad film yeah
0: <laughs> but no with uh, greenland it's got gerard butler yep. um So the idea of this is that it's from a sort of everyday family perspective. And a planet-killing comet is uh, hurtling towards Earth. And it's about how they sort of try and find safety. So it's been done before. Yep. You know, I'm interested to see how, if they twist it in in any way to make it different to the others.
1: You've got uh, Total Impact, Armageddon.
0: Deep Impact, yeah. Deep Deep Impact, impact, Armageddon. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's there's it's been done before, but who doesn't like a disaster movie? Come on. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's that's another one on my list. Um what else have we got? Um have you heard of The Marksman? No. Okay, this is coming out later this uh, this month by the looks of it actually.
1: Cool.
0: Um it stars the great Liam Neeson. Yeah. So
1: that's the know. man you want to piss off, isn't
0: it? Exactly. And he's picked up another role which just solidifies that
1: that you expectation. Look, look of... at, is it um stop Percy Jackson? It's not Clash of the Titans. Yeah. yeah. He's Zeus. He trained Batman. Of course. Right? <laughs> it's... You just look at the list of things that this man has done, right? Here we are. He's a god. He's trained he trained Obi Wan Batman. Trained Obi Wan. Right. <laughs> and we know all that how that went out. You know, he's got his own spin off. Look at that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like all the, you know, the characters and people you want. But the other one being like that is Carl Urban. Yes, like the roles that man has played. Yeah, it's very that sort of very that very. yeah.
0: I was going to say he he flexes so much to the role because you look at like some of the, the 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 spectrum that he's on. So you've got uh, was it Punisher. Yep. I think it was, was it Penisher, yeah. Uh, then you've got uh, his character in the Amazon show, The Boys, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, please, please watch it. Not for kids, I stress not, that. Not, I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> uh, but then then he goes to, to play Bones in the Star Trek uh, yeah. reboot films, and he smashes it. You know, all the little sort of... Um, like, those little ways that the original uh, uh, character was in the original series, and almost some of the the, the looks that he gives the camera, and uh, just absolutely just smashed it. Uh, much like the rest of the cast, to be fair, you know Chris Pine as well.
1: So yeah, enjoyed he, those. This is this is how his career has gone. Just just I know obviously we're gonna we'll come back. It's like Carl, Carl, Carl Edelman, Edelman. right? He was in Hercules and Xena Princess Warrior as Julius Caesar. <laughs> nice. Right, <laughs> he has been in. He's Omer in Lord of the Rings. He was. I'm going to attempt to say that, but he was in World supremacy. He's been in Riddick, Bones, obviously in uh, Star Trek. He Star Trek was in Red. Red. Yeah. Was, he he was he? Yeah, he was Red. He was. Uh, where's it gone? William Cooper. He was in. He was Dread in Judge Dread.
0: Judge Dread. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Not Punisher. Dread Punisher. Sorry.
1: Mm. Right. Uh, He's done. Yeah, he's been the same character in the Riddick franchise. He's been in almost human the TV series. Really? Yeah. Uh, Pete's Dragon, Thor, Ragnarok. He was Scourge. Yes. Oh, what a character he was. Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's he's a wicked role in that, and just to to, to me that one that one thing cracks me up every time. Because these are two these are two guns from Earth from a place called Texas. <laughs> That's Right, just on but that That cracked me up. I thought it was yeah. he was a brilliant character in that.
0: That Thor film, for me, was just the best of the Thor trilogy. Oh, yeah, 100%. It so
1: it's 100% great. the best of the
0: franchise. Yeah. The first one I enjoyed, because it's uh, an origin story, isn't it? It's introducing that character. Yeah. The second one, I thought, just got... I know it's called The Dark World, but it was just too dark. There wasn't much. No. It didn't feel like a Marvel film. No, you know, but, but it, it's it's inter- integral to the the story of Thor and and also, um, uh, well, Agents of Shield because yep. obviously they do a bit of cleanup, don't they? From after not that just myself. that,
1: you've also got Lady Sith who turns up in uh, in, in Shield yeah. as well.
0: That's it. So I, I get that it's it's got its part to play within that universe, but as a film, it just didn't grab me, unfortunately. No. It's not the better
1: of the, of the of the franchise.
0: Yeah, yeah, but then Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Wow. now when they pitched him against Hulk, oh, I know him from work.
1: <laughs> Just, Do you know oh. that's um that was from one of the, the Make a Wish uh, Foundation line? That line is actually not part of the script. Really? Yeah. So the the story that I've heard was that that line, um, they had um, a kid, uh, a child who was on the Make a Wish Foundation, yeah, and that he submitted he, there was something to do with the they met up and the kid came with on set and stuff and they were filming this this scene and like you know what what do you reckon you should say He goes, i know this guy from work and that was that's why that line is what it yeah. is because it's, it's not part of the original script it was it was created what by um like again i'll have to fact check that in myself i'm sure that's, <laughs> that's a story yeah. i've heard on that line from of a few different um okay. things shared online
0: to be fair, that that does make sense, because I remember uh, hearing, I think it was in one of the uh, like these panel interview yeah. shows where they obviously pushed the film. Uh, it might have been like Graham Norton or something like that. And uh, it came up the fact that it wasn't a scripted line. No. Uh, but I didn't know that it was part of the yeah. Make-A-Wish. It, it was one of
1: those sort of Make-A-Wish or that sort of yeah. charity-based. Um, yeah. That's
0: cool. I like that. That's a, that's a nice little story to tell, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I think that's the, <laughs> one of the coolest things ever.
0: Yeah. But no, that that film, though, uh, I was just creased throughout the entire thing. The moment that Loki sees Hulk for the first time after his encounter with him at the yeah. end of the First Avengers <laughs> film. <laughs> uh, that, just the that, panic on his face.
1: I think the the humour that came out from that film is what very much what was needed, considering yes. what were the, we if you follow the storyline and you follow either chronologically or you follow the release sword, whatever way you go about it, knowing what was ahead with um, Thanos and Endgame yeah. and Infinity War, that was a very much needed a comic relief before the fan and that seriously massive dump truck
0: <laughs> Yes, yeah It was the, the calm before the storm, wasn't it? Yeah So definitely but no it's it's one of my favorites of the marvel films to be fair um but yeah the marksman just going back to that which is on my list uh liam neeson now you mentioned about liam neeson going up against all these other characters and training this person and that person
1: yeah
0: now he's going up against the mexican cartel so that's uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think enough said on that one.
1: That is Enough said. You look at yeah, Men in Black. He was Agent Heighty, which in itself was hilarious as a name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was on the Orville.
0: He was, yeah. He had a little cameo in that, which I just was not expecting at all.
1: No, you know, he's in Ted Entourage. He's been in the film Clash of the Titans. Star Wars, and he's the voice of Qui Gon Jinn in the Clone Wars animated TV series. Okay, I didn't realise he reprised the No, he's really Anchorman that. 2.
0: Yes, he had a bit part in that. Bit Did part he? in that.
1: Obviously, taken again. Battleship.
0: Oh, don't, don't start me on that. uh oh, that was such a disappointing film.
1: I loved it.
0: Uh, the A team. Oh. Yeah, the A team. Now I enjoyed that. Don't get me wrong. I'm
1: going through one man's you know past repertoire, of going how many massive characters is this person? Yeah, um, you,
0: you're missing one of uh, his best characters ever, um, and that is from the film Love Actually. <laughs> uh, again, it's a guilty pleasure over Christmas. I say I've got the Don't judge yeah, he's me. Daniel
1: in in, in the Actually. I only got, just got that far. Obviously, he's Batman Begins. <laughs> yeah. So far back we go with this. Do you know what I mean? It, he. Yeah. Been around a while yeah. and
0: he's he's uh one of these actors which i think he draws an audience himself just because of his name do you know what i mean like uh non-stop
1: yeah
0: i would not have wanted to watch that if he wasn't in it to be fair do you know yeah. what i mean
1: the other one that's very similar is um jeff goblum
0: yes just because
1: yeah, you talk on weights of names and things like that that's one mm. Because I'm, I'm yeah, going to come, come to that. I found, I
0: found a film last the other night, which I need to tell you about. I'm waiting for you to finish your list so I can tell you to add okay. this into it. <laughs> All right. I uh, look forward to that one then. <laughs> uh, so, one that you mentioned last week, Fat Man, uh, I yeah. do want to see that. That's uh, available on Prime now to, to buy or rent, I think. So, I might have to treat myself at some point. Um, now, Denzel, enough said, yeah. uh, the little things. You heard about this one
1: no i am sorry the pitter patches of my dog he's decided to
0: come and say yeah. hello that's all right mate it's All right. i'm surprised you can't hear mine snoring i've set the bed up on the other side of the room now so this is not right <laughs> by the mic so my plan seems to have worked um so yeah the little things uh again being released later this this month another one yep. later this month uh it has denzel washington uh rami malik all right and jared leto nice and okay. yeah uh, it's. Uh, I'll just give you a quick rundown of the description on Google, shall I? Yeah, so, go for it. Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon joins forces with Sergeant Jim Baxter to search for a serial killer who's terrorising Los Angeles. As they track the culprit, Baxter is unaware that the investigation is dredging up echoes of Deacon's past, uncovering disturbing secrets that could threaten more than his case. Oh. <laughs> but a strong cast just from the, the lead. Yeah. Center, you know, and uh, I believe it's, um, I think it's a Netflix film. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is. Um, it doesn't say on here no, whether or I, not it is. But that sounds mental. It does. And I, I think Denzel is another one, like we mentioned a minute ago, who just draws in that audience just because yeah. of his name. You know, One of my favourite films is uh, Man on Fire. I, I just love that, that film. Oh Johnny, you need to watch it. It is so good. It's a thriller crime revenge film. Oh, it's just it's got everything you want. And it's just
1: Book of Eli is pretty it. good with uh, with Dentel. Yeah,
0: with I haven't How... seen that since it was released.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're talking that's that's now eleven years old that film. So if you haven't yeah. seen it, I'm apologizing <laughs> now for the spoiler. But the <laughs> end twist hmm. was incredible. Yeah. And yeah. then you watched the whole
0: thing back and you're what? oh, what? Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. No, that's, yeah, so I got the little things there. Uh, and one that I did add just as the trailer was released is Godzilla versus Kong. So another another one I want to watch because I did enjoy the, the first two Godzilla films, I'm not going to lie. And uh, Kong Skull Island is on my watch list as well.
1: Dread Kong Skull Island, that was a really yeah. good film. Really so, good film.
0: So that is my list of new films that I want to watch. Okay. But before we go on to the one you want to add, I just want to touch on my rewatch list. Okay. Okay. So uh, we've got Memento. Oh, seen I Memento? love Memento. Yeah, that, yes. that one. I, I've seen it like once or twice. And I, I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember enough of it to remember the twists and plot lines. So I want to watch that again.
1: I need to watch it again, because I think I've only ever watched it in bits. Okay. Uh, really like <laughs> kind of like the film is created. Kind of like the film is created. I've never like fully watched it from the start. I've always caught up yeah. to it, and I, or if I have watched all the way through, I can't remember. And I know exactly what you are on about because it's a brilliantly clever film.
0: It is. It's, I just remember I think thinking at the on. very ends where everything just suddenly makes sense. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that
1: was really cleverly done. I'm pretty sure I got it on DVD, or at least I found it like a car boot sale. I was like, I'm having this because yeah. I want to watch this again.
0: Nice. Yeah, Uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Now, another one. Now, this is a bit of a classic, because I've watched this a handful of times as well, and I remember enjoying it. It's uh, got Natalie Portman, Gary Oldman, and Gene Reno. Do you know what film I'm referring to? No.
1: 1994,
0: I believe. Yeah, 90... Oh, no, 95. I was five in 1995 oh don't don't depress me man don't depress me uh i was 11 so i'm not saying i watched this when i was 11 years old all right <laughs> oh i am so intrigued right now uh leon the professional
1: never heard of it what
0: oh it's so good yeah now, gary oldman is one of my favorite actors as well yeah i've got quite a few uh but gary oldman i think he is uh, he's he's almost like a method actor. Do you know what I mean? You you feel like he is that person whenever he's yeah. playing a role. Um, you know, you look at some of the stuff that he's done more recently. You know, so you've got what um, oh, uh, Harry Potter. I say more recently. You know, yeah. Um, you know, Harry Potter, the the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, some very sort of contrasting characters. But some of his other roles. You know, you have got the the Matt LeBlanc classic, Lost in Space. <laughs> oh <my laughs> uh, you've also.
1: Because wasn't, also wasn't he also in an episode of Friends? He was, yeah. Around the same time. That's
0: it. Yeah. yeah. If I remember, again, I'm, I'm thinking back a long time here, but I'm sure I read somewhere that that's how uh, he ended up on the on Friends because of his time working with Matt LeBlanc for Lost in Space. But again, don't quote me on that, but that's I remember some, reading something about...
1: That's why Bruce Willis got involved with uh, Friends as well, with yeah. Matthew Perry, because of a that's bet... It. but um
0: yeah gene reno he's he's a good actor do you know can you think of who that is no gene reno so do you remember godzilla which one the uh matthew broderick one yes he's in that oh yes yeah i
1: know you're on about
0: the french french guy
1: yeah
0: yeah uh but yeah he's uh sorry this film is just a great film. I highly recommend it. If you see it anywhere, pick it up, watch it. It's just so good. So good. (laughs) It's an action film, bit of a drama. Um, But the idea is, you've got... uh, It's quite dark when I read it out. So, when 12-year-old Matilda's family is killed, her neighbour Leon, who is a professional assassin, reluctantly takes her under his wing and teaches her the secrets of his trade. Bloody hell. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Natalie Portman... 12, playing a twelve-year-old, so you know it's one of her early films, but it's so good. I, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> um, what else have I got here? Slam Dog Millionaire. I remember really enjoying that first time round, so I want to watch that again. Uh, Gladiator, classic. Yeah, what am I want to watch that. Again? I think
1: it's on
0: my scratchboard upstairs. Actually, thinking about it. Yeah. Nice. But I can't believe that it came out in the year two thousand. This. wow Insane, absolutely insane um i was lucky enough not so long ago to do a bit of work in malta and yeah. they filmed a lot of the film in malta and um whilst i was there one of my colleagues was showing me some of the sites and you know it was my birthday while i was out there so they, they sort of, we had a night out yeah. a group of us and we ended up going to this little place uh, called the pub <laughs> which is actually where uh oliver reed um uh, died Oh God! Uh, well, I say died. He's he died on his way to hospital in the ambulance. But uh, he racked up a bill uh, of about four. No, yeah, about four hundred and fifty pounds worth of alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and I've got a T-shirt which uh, they were selling in the pub, um, which has his last order on there. And oh my God! Wow! <laughs> wow! But uh, yeah, his, his his bar bill. Came to something like 270's Maltese Lira, which is about 450 pounds. Nice. And uh, he was there. because Exactly. But uh, he's it's documented that after beating five much younger Royal Navy sailors at arm wrestling, <laughs> uh, Reed suddenly collapsed, dying while en route to hospital in an ambulance at okay. the age of 61. So what a loss, like such a loss, because he was a, a hell of an actor. You know, he was, again, I, I believe known as one of the sort of classics sort or of um, method actors, you know, but uh, yeah, Gladiator was his last film, and yeah, just what a film to go out on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, such a good film. Um, so next on my list, then, I've got two trilogies. So the Matrix trilogy, ready yeah. for the fourth film, and one that you've mentioned a couple of times, which is the Dark Knight trilogy, the Batman films. Yes. Um, then I got Fight
1: Club. I love Fight Club. Fight Club's a brilliantly clever film.
0: It is. There's just so many clues throughout the entire film as to how it's going to end, you know, and you watch it back and it's like, of course, you know, it's uh, uh, another classic. Uh, speaking of classics, Forrest Gump. Oh, can't go wrong yeah. with Forrest Gump.
1: No. Uh, I was waiting for you
0: to do an impression then. No, I'm
1: not going to offend anyone <laughs> <everyone> with that. <laughs> the, um, my only impression was going to be was Boba Jr. You go, you never go full retard from, Yeah, you know, Tropic fair, Thunder.
0: Fair. Exactly, yeah. Um, then I've got, now, this is a film that I thoroughly enjoyed and it made me want to travel, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Have you seen that film?
1: I haven't. I've I've seen it on one of the streamers. I wanted to watch it. I haven't got around to watching it yet, but I do want to watch that. Okay. Mostly because okay. Ben Silla playing a different role. Yes. That I'm seeing him in everything for.
0: That's it. That being there the primary like-
1: reason why I want to watch it.
0: Yeah, there is an element of comedy to his role. I'm not going to lie, but oh it's
1: yeah, and I imagine because so... from what I've seen of the trailers and what the sort of storyline within what I gathered from it, I get that and I'm, I'm prepared for that. But also, then see yeah. him play straight roles, yeah, which is you know, to me unheard of for that man. Yeah, exactly.
0: But now this uh, this film, I, I remember watching it for the first time, and I straight away I wanted to travel to Iceland. Because in that film, that's one of the locations he goes to. Uh, but yeah, you got Ben Stiller, Kristen Wiig, Adam Scott and Sean Penn. Um, and it's just, it's a beautiful film. It's just like visually, it's just enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, and the story is good as well. You know, it's uh, a, a really fun film that you can watch without any sort of tension, if that makes sense. Um, just again, I'll give you the quick rundown. Uh, a man living a dull life dreams up romantic and action-filled scenarios in order to escape from monotony. When his own job is threatened, he sets out on a real romantic and action-packed journey, which obviously takes him then to the likes of Iceland. Yeah. But I, I loved it. Again, just the, the visuals in it were great. And I dabble in photography as a bit of a hobby. So that's kind of what drew me to it, some of the locations, yeah. you know, get my camera out. I'd love to do that. <laughs> Um, and then last of all, you'd be glad to know, <laughs> um, a 2007, it, it is a rom-com, not going to lie, okay. starring Steve Carell, uh, Juliette Binochet, Dane Cook, Diane West, Dan in real life.
1: Do I want to see that? I haven't seen that yet.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's a dark comedy. Um, I like a it's dark one dark those
1: comedy.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's almost... It, it, it's a dark comedy, rom-com, but it's a feel-good film, you know. Uh, again, just the the rundown of it. It says, Dan, a widower and a single father, is dedicated to his children. One day, he meets Marie and is smitten with her. As they get to know each other, he is shocked by a certain revelation. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, two, 2007, 13 years, 14 years old. Madness. Yeah. Yeah, so that is my twenty twenty one movie watch list. I'm hoping to tick off Motherless Brooklyn this week. Yeah. So uh, I might even drop a, a, my own sort of review as a bonus episode, maybe. We'll see. But uh, that is one I am looking forward to. So, any on there that stood out for you, Johnny? There's
1: a couple on that list. I've written them down. I, There's a few I want to see now that you've mentioned. Um, yeah. Yeah, there'd be a few additions to, obviously to my list from last week Parasite's definitely on that list I want to watch Yeah. Um, but yeah can I tell you about the film I found this week you can but before you do
0: have you had to think about Charlie Sheen's replacement
1: I haven't we've got so in depth <laughs> in this conversation I think it might be a bonus fair
0: for the, for yeah we'll patient. come back to this
1: Um, and I will have a think about this because I, I, will, I will spend some time on this today I okay. will work
0: it out Good to know.
1: <laughs>
0: I will hold you to that mind.
1: That's, That's fine. fine. Even if it's case we we'll discuss it in the next episode for those who are desperately wanting yes. to know what we'll I did with to that. Totally. So one I've well, got now? to see Hotel Artemis. Oh, okay. Because I can tell you now, like I said, with Mortal Engines, I think it was last year. Yeah. We put our phones down and we were fully engaged. Because we did not know what the heck was going on. And then when it twigged, we were so engaged at this point that we didn't. It was we were there, we were in the zone for this film. Okay. Jody so Foster. Jeff. Jeff Goldblum? Goldblum, Zachary oh. Quinto, Dave Batista, Charlie Day. Wow. Yeah. There are some names okay. in this film, right? It was awesome. Okay. You need to watch this film. It's, it's on is set, as well. It is. It is set in the year 2028. Okay. Right? Which, terrifyingly, is seven years away. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it was awesome from the start. So, hi, <laughs> Um, It was, from the start, it was, it was, we were hooked. We didn't know what was going on. The premise is there is, it's a drug lord runs all of... Uh, los angeles okay crime mafia boss runs los angeles and joey foster is a nurse in a in a hotel artemis which is a safe house for criminals who pay a subscription to be treated if there's any issue they know they've been shot all this sort okay. of stuff it's i'm not gonna give any more weight because it's are both easily done and difficult to do at the same time. It is one of those films you have got to watch. It is fantastic. Yeah. Okay, I've I've if written it down. Hooked from the start because you were entirely intrigued what's going on.
0: I look forward to that one then.
1: Again, with it being on Netflix in the
0: UK. Yeah, I'll definitely add that to my watch list. So thanks for that one. Relatively short film as well, hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, you don't you see know, many we, films at that length anymore, do you? It's usually no. two hours now. If you see any new films, that is.
1: No, I, it, it <laughs> didn't feel like an hour and a half. If anything, it felt a bit longer, which was really nice. It was, mm. you know, we we watched it late on on Sunday night, and it was great. It was really yeah. nicely, not an easy watch because it sounds like it's not intriguing, but it was it was you know easily watched. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a whole lot, and it was it was fantastic. And again, one of those few films recently, or TV, you know, from TV series and stuff, where we had a really satisfactory ending.
0: let hmm. uh, see. Now, speaking of Hotel Artemis, now it just reminds me of another film that I watched, which again had some great um, sort of visuals in it. Uh, I'm just trying to remember the name of it. So ah, here we go The Bad Times at El Royal. Have you seen that? No. Oh. A 2018 film, Mystery Thriller. Uh, it's got Chris Hemsworth, Dakota Johnson, Jeff Bridges, John Hamm. Oh, so, Jesus. you know, hell of a cast in there as yeah. well. Um, and the idea of this film, uh, I'm, I'm going to stick to the Google uh, synopsis here. Uh, in 1969, seven shady characters meet in a deserted hotel with a dark past. As time I mean, goes Offerman's by. In it. <laughs> As time goes by, their secrets come out, and they soon find themselves in a fix. And it is just so good. Because I went into watching that, not knowing much about yeah. the film. And I came away thinking, wow, that that was a great film. Uh, it's the hotel basically sits right on the border of California and Nevada. Yeah. Uh, and what I loved about the hotel is that each side so depending on which side of that border is sat had its own distinct character of that so each side of that hotel was a character in itself oh amazing and oh, so good so good But yeah that's that's one you should add to your, to your oh, watch right. as well wow. so have you got uh, any other recommendations
1: just now you no know, that's that's my one from watching this film this weekend i okay. can't stress enough watch it it's brilliant
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, I've already clicked the add to watch list button on Netflix. Good man. <laughs> there
1: we go. That was a fun show. It was, <laughs> it was a was lot to talk a, about. Got a lot to talk about. I think we've uh, successfully concluded the end of this episode. So thank you all for listening. <laughs> if you want to get hold of us, as ever, we're on Twitter and and, and on Instagram. If you search for Chat attainment, you can find us there you can drop us messages join
0: in our poll discussions on twitter yeah. you can also listen out for any sort of call outs so that uh, you can call into the show so to speak leave us voice messages and you can get features in future episodes um, also Uh, if you want some more content, uh, we have got a Patreon page, so that's patreon.com forward slash chattertainment, and depending on what tier you wish to subscribe to, um, you'll get early access to episodes, you'll get some bonus episodes as well, such as Twitter uh, Twitter poll discussions, also uh, any interviews, we'll look to get a bit more content around those, some raw uncut episodes as well, so Please be kind when you listen to them. Uh, And also for our UK listeners with an Amazon Prime video account, uh, we are looking forward to starting some Amazon Prime watch parties in the coming months. So some of the films that I've listed today, some of the films that Johnny listed last week, we will be looking to watch those on Amazon Prime, where available, of course. And we'd love for you guys to join in. So to get invites to those watch parties, take a look at our... Patreon page and subscribe.